all the small schools and everything. Denison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Yes! Yes! Unbelievable! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot! And the Hoosiers with three seconds. Go ahead. Indiana wins the championship. Keith Smart is the hero. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Now here's your host, Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. What I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball. And hello, welcome in. Wednesday edition of the program. Glad to have you with us. Now today's show shorter we're going to be off air by 11 30 because it's the final oval bats broadcast of the season here on the deck that will their 2022 campaign and we'll knock off early today back with you on thursday on this program let's take a look at the show line this short show Albany segment one here in just a moment. Josh Cook, sports editor of the News and Tribune, will join me. We'll talk local sports. We'll get ready. Jeff New Albany Friday night here in southern Indiana, and that was going to be a lot of fun to see. Too desperately, I don't think uh, the season that went the way either head coach hoped for this point. Rivalry win could final few weeks. Hope than what they have at some of the other high schools. Also, later in the show, Dustin Irak of the again, we'll talk the late with IU basketball and a little football as well. Uh, in our abbreviated show, we'll be off at that's baseball broadcast here on the Big X. That's the show lineup, the service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Don't forget. Check out their dinner package deals, which are being offered. You can dine go and curbside available as well. Honey Baked Ham in Albany. Also, a reminder, the Thornton's text line is open. If you've got a question on high school football or local sports or IU or you want to tell us what game you're going to this weekend, whatever it may be, that number, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. That's the Thornton's text line. And Thornton's is the perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started. You can download their app, the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app, today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. We're going to go to Josh Cook here in just a moment. Uh, But a couple things to mention. Obviously, the Big Jeff New Albany game is Friday. We are headed toward the sectional pairings. They will be out soon. And uh, it's hard to believe that high school football is uh, closing out as far as the regular season goes. And so it's uh, time here soon to start more basketball talk, which is fun. Not just IU basketball. We've had a lot of that already, but high school basketball coming up just around the corner. Josh Cook, sports editor of the News and Tribune, is with me right now. Josh, thanks for coming on earlier here in this shortened show today. Uh, High school football cruising into the back few weeks of the season and Jeff New Albany tonight, that's the, or excuse me, on Friday night, that's the big one this week. Can't believe we're already in week seven. It's crazy. It has flown by. Uh, but 
uh, man, I guess this weekend will find this Friday night will finally feel like uh, uh, football weather. I guess and maybe a little maybe a little crisp air the Friday night, hopefully. But uh, yeah, New Albany and, and Jeff uh, definitely an intriguing game. Um, you know, Jeff finally got that first win last Friday night, so that was uh, that was big for them. And we'll see if they can um, you know continue that carry that momentum into this into this game on Friday night. But it's uh, you know New Albany is definitely in, in need of a win uh, it, after uh, after some really really tough schedule that they've played so far. You know, and they've uh, had some tough games, so you know. Both teams could, you know, New Albany could definitely use a win, and, and Jeff could could uh, would definitely like to have another one under its belt and heading into the uh, rest of the season. So, well, it, it should be a very interesting game, I think. Uh, you know, the big key will be uh, Jeff running back Zion Mansfield. You know, he had a huge game last week against Silver Creek, almost ran for 300 yards and four touchdowns. So, you know, if he can do that again, uh, there's a uh, – you know, that that would be bad news for New Albany. So we'll, we'll see what happens Friday night. Talking high school football with Josh Cook, sports editor of the News and Tribune. I think we got to go back to Friday for just a moment. Providence lost their first game of the season. They have really had a tremendous year so far. But that game at Holy Cross, 23-21 was the final score. Holy Cross is having a good year as well in Louisville, 5-1 and one now. They are on the season, but I understand it was a crazy finish to that game, one of the best finishes we've had in a while here in the area. Yeah, I still haven't seen the video from that, unfortunately, but yeah, it uh, it, it was a down-to-the-wire game, quite literally, and, uh, you know, Providence, uh, uh, Holy Cross came out on top, but it was, uh, you know, it sounded like a heck of a game, and, uh, you know, Providence definitely had some chances, it sounds like, so... Uh, but that's you know uh, that's just the way it goes, and it, 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 that kind of stuff happens better now than, than maybe in the sectional. So uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully Providence can learn from something like that and, and turn it into a positive, which I'm sure they will. But they've got a tough, uh, you know, they've got a tough trek this Friday night. They've got to make that trip up to Milan. So um, you know, that'll be interesting to see if they can bounce bounce back from that uh, that tough loss and and pick up a win on the road, which, you know, not, not easy to go sit in the bus for, uh, you know, a couple, maybe two or three hours and then uh, play a football game. So hopefully they're able to, to, to do that and uh, pick up the victory against Milan. Josh, as we come to a close in the regular season a few weeks from now, uh, who would be your nominations for standout players of the year? Do you have two, three names that you think have been uh, above others here in Clark and Floyd County high school football. Yeah, yeah, you just you just got to start with uh, Robert Lamar. You know he's had just an incredible year, uh, rushing for over 200 yards a game. I don't know what 220, 240. I don't know what he's at now, but uh, he's just had an incredible season. Uh, and the thing about him is he does he goes he, he's both ways the entire game. You know he plays. He plays both sides. Uh, you know, he's he's also one of the top tacklers, uh, if not the top tackler on Clarksville's team. So, you know, he's had uh, he's had an incredible year. He's he's already he's already gone over you know easily over a thousand yards for the season. Um, I think last week he, you know, early this season he became Clarksville's all-time leading rusher, and then I think last week he became all-time leader in touchdowns. So, you know, he's. He's just had a great, uh, great season and a great career. You know, he's—I don't know if he'll uh, if he'll get three thousand yards this year, but he'll definitely, 
he'll definitely get two thousand, I believe. And uh, you know, he's got a he's got a good good game this Friday night. He should have a big game this Friday night against Greenwood Christian. And so, yeah, he's he's probably he's right up there. And then Clay Clay McClellan, um, obviously the quarterback of Charlestown too. He's had a great great year. Uh, you know, he's he's just. Uh, He's just a dual threat, you know, running or throwing. He he's uh, he's capable of, of doing it either way, winning the game either way for the Pirates. So, you know, I think um, those two have really set the tone for for their teams and and have played really really well uh, so far this season. Josh Cook, sports editor of the News and Tribune. All the stuff we talk about, you can read more at newsandtribune.com, and of course the daily print edition of the newspaper, Josh and his team with complete coverage of high school sports here in the area. Josh, you mentioned this earlier, uh, but I think this Friday night, maybe a little bit last Friday, but especially this Friday, it'll really feel like football season out there. It should be chilly. It's very much fall-like weather, especially in the evening when the sun goes down. So I'm looking forward to just that different feel, which to me almost kind of coincides that a postseason is near. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. So that that'll be great. And yeah, the postseason right around the corner. A couple years ago, I think, I think uh, maybe to the last week of the regular season, I can remember wearing shorts to the last week of the regular season. But I don't think that's gonna happen this week or uh, this year. I think this week I'll probably have to wear uh, jeans or something to uh, uh, the Friday night's game. But yeah, it's it's great. Uh, it's great football weather. That's for sure. Uh, and um, I. I, I can't uh, can't not talk about Floyd Central's win the other night too. While, while we're talking about football, just a huge win for the for the program for the Highlanders beating Columbus's for the first time in 19 years. That was, you know, uh, just a huge huge win for the for the team, the program, um, and the community. So that that was big too. All right, Josh Cook, sports editor of the News and Tribune. Before we let you go, uh, I want to give a shout out to soccer. I know that the sectional pairings have come out recently for that sport, and so it kind of signals that you know the fall sport season that we were glad to see arrive. Uh, that busy hustle, a bustle time when school returns uh, is beginning to to get into a normal routine because our first season of high school sports is beginning to enter some postseasons here. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, well, we've we've got the the golf, the girls' golf state finals, you know. This weekend, Friday and Saturday, Floyd Central has won the sectional, and then they finished third in the regional last week. So they'll be in the uh, girls' golf state finals up in Carmel. And then we've got the the boys' tennis uh, sectional starts today uh, at at all the four area sites. And then, as you mentioned, we'll have soccer next week. And you know, we've got some some great soccer teams uh, around this area in in Clark and Floyd County. We've got you know, I think. Three, yeah, three ranked teams. The province boys are ranked in Class 2A. And then uh, on the girls' side, we've got Silver Creek ranked uh, number 10 in 2A. And then we've got the Providence girls who are uh, just having a great, great season. They're, in, they're number two in Class A. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of expectations uh, for those teams heading into the postseason, which, um, as you mentioned, starts uh, starts next week. So, yeah, I, I think uh, we'll, we'll have a have a few sectional champs in, uh, in in girls and boys soccer, and then uh, you know we'll obviously have uh, uh, four champs in uh, in tennis, and then good luck to the silver. Pardon me. Good luck to the Floyd Central girls uh, this weekend as they as they play in the state finals. 
Absolutely. Josh Cook, sports editor of the News and Tribune. Josh, again, thanks for coming on a little earlier today so we can get out uh, at 1130 for the Bats final final game of the season. And uh, we'll catch you at a football game on Friday night. Sounds great. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Have a great one. All right. Josh Cook, sports editor of the News and Tribune. We'll head to a commercial break. When we come back, we'll turn our attention to IU basketball and football. Dustin Dopirak, the sports, uh, uh, I should say, the IU beat writer for the Bloomington Herald Times, is going to join us uh, as he normally does on Wednesdays for a conversation all about the Hoosiers. And again, we're, we're out at 1130 today. It's a very short show uh, for the final Bats baseball game of the season. It happens to be a an afternoon ball game, and so that pregame coverage with Nick Curran will begin here on the Big X at 1130. We'll head to a commercial break. We're back with Dustin Dopirak to talk some IU football and basketball after this on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Let's win for Coach. You got us here. Here's Matt Dennison. All right, we're back here on this program. A reminder all for the final Louisville Bats minor league baseball game of the season. So a shortened show today, but back with you normal for the Thursday edition of our program. Dustin Dopirak of the Bloomington Herald Times is a regular guest on Wednesday, and he joins me right now for a quick conversation on IU basketball and some football. You know, Dustin, we know the basketball season is getting closer because someone shared with me over the commercial break a story that Xavier, who Indiana will play, I think, in their fifth game of the season, one of their better scorers named Zach Fremantle uh, has been uh, suspended indefinitely. So we can already think ahead about who's available, who's not, who's injured, who's not. And uh, so a key player for Xavier, one of IU's early games, is uh, likely, I would say, not going to be available for that contest. Yeah, I didn't. I I had saw that last night. And I haven't hadn't even thought about the it, it could affect that Indiana game. Uh, so what's he got here? All right, I'm, I'm I'm now reading this. No further information. Just he's suspended from team activity. So okay, that's really interesting. Um, the guy. I mean, he. I know he's been he's been a useful player. Uh, you know, averaged 10, 10, 10. 4 and five point eight last year. So that's something. Uh, you know, that's pretty significant. Um, for him to be off the uh, you know off the list there, so I'm trying to think. Of, I haven't even looked at Xavier's roster enough to say, but I mean, a guy that's coming back after averaging ten and a half, uh, that's pretty. That's that's a pretty big deal, and obviously that helps Indiana for that's going to be one of its uh, first road trips, I would think. Um, I'm trying to think. I, that's got to be their first road trip with Gavigan. Um So that is definitely helpful for Indiana. But yeah, we're we're getting there. Obviously, I had big had uh, IU media day last week. Um, and Big Ten Media Day will be next week. I mean, we're, we're getting right into it. So, yeah, uh, or, or is that two weeks from now? I don't know, one way or another. It's all coming up. It's moving fast, uh, and it'll be November before you know it for sure. Absolutely. Dustin Dopirak, Bloomington Herald Times, is my guest. I talked about this some yesterday on the show, but I was reading some of your latest work before we went on air today, and, and I, I think i got to mention this. I'm not sure that I thought, Dustin, you or any writer would be uh, talking or writing a lot, a preseason piece about Logan Duncombe heading into this season. But he was really one of the surprises uh, coming out of media day, and it really wasn't what he said. It was more so what other players, including TJD and Race Thompson, had to say about him. So kind of interesting. It adds a whole other element to things. He wasn't someone I was immediately thinking of 
that would be a rotational player or would play any real significant role. Obviously, he's a true center. He was a good high school prospect, so you think at some point it's likely that he contributes to this team. But he really has become, I think, an interesting point of conversation here uh, a month and a half out or however far we are away from the first game. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, uh, I, I can't even remember what I was going to ask Trace, uh, but then he said Logan, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he, he basically said, you know, I, I think I'll, I'll play some four because I think Logan will be playing some five. We're like, hold, I was just like, okay, hold on, just stay there for a minute. Don't, you know, like explain that. I need a whole story there because this is not something that anyone was talking about recently. Um, and so, you know, I got more of an answer for him about what he thought, uh, you know, he, he liked about Logan. This was when he was on the podium, and then they moved those guys to um, roundtables later. Talked to Logan briefly. Uh, he didn't have a whole lot to say. He's not a really talkative guy at this point. I think he, I, I do think he was a little shook by last year. I mean, he only played 19 minutes as a true freshman. Uh, you know, was hurt for part of that, so, so that explains it. And, and Trace later told me that he was sick a lot of last year. He would always have some kind of illness. Uh, that was part of the reason why he couldn't put weight on. Uh, he was struggling to put muscle on. But uh, both Race and Trace, uh, just were, they, they literally were, were really talking about him like like he's their little brother basically they've been picking on um, and that all of a sudden he kind of rose up uh, over, like really towards the end of the summer I mean Trey said even even in May he was down to maybe two fifteen and they could still really work him and 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 they were pretty sh- not shy about saying like yeah we, we did whatever we wanted I mean, we, we muscled Logan around if Logan was on us we you know like basically we, we just pushed him around uh, he just did, did not provide a whole lot of resistance for us um, and. Then all of a sudden, like you know, like Ray said, like I'm like I can't remember what he, what Race even said he was doing, but he got a shove in the back and he looks behind him. He's like, Logan Duncan. All right, <laughs> well here we go. You know, just just in that notion of like Logan Duncan can push me now. How about that? Um, and so I think that's it, it was something I think that, that they they both really noticed. And Trace is going so far as to say he can play some minutes at the five, which matters because I do think. Um, you know, other than Trace, no one's really a natural five uh, out of that group. I mean, there there are you know Malik Reno, I think can play it. Ray Thompson, I think can play it. Um, but I think they want to get Malik Reno out in space uh, for reasons. I mean, he was bringing the ball up uh, again in that Hoosier hysterics game, and, and and I think that's that's worth mentioning. Like he has got outside perimeter skill to start with. Where we're talking about, been talking a lot about both Jordan Geronimo and Trace Jackson Davis and even Ray Thompson, whether they can add that perimeter skill. Reno comes, I think, advanced. Uh, beyond where each of those guys were um, when they got to Indiana. So I, mean, I think he's a guy that they want to try to get to play out in space a little bit um, and not just sort of either just hook him to the five. So they could use some minutes for a guy like Logan Duncan. And, and Drace, Drace Jackson Davis is saying that he's a guy that can handle it right now. And that's, that's definitely interesting. Adds an element. Because, again, I mean, he played 19 minutes last year. Four-star recruit, top 75 guy, 19 minutes. That doesn't happen. You know, like you, you shouldn't be playing that little if you don't have a dramatic injury, basically, if you're that high-level recruitment. For all we talked about, you know, Tamar Bates maybe not meeting expectations. I mean, he still played plenty. You know, Logan Duncan barely got on the floor. I mean, like, they didn't even use him in that Northwestern game, uh, you know, when, when everybody got suspended. Even play in that game. Nathan Childress did. He did. Um, so that tells you just sort of how far sort of out of sight, out of mind he was for Mike Woodson. So the fact that he is somebody they're talking about, uh, means there's been a dramatic improvement, and I, and I think you know I, I I think Jackson Davis is something like 20 pounds of difference, and and that that's an important element. He doesn't have to be a star, but just a guy that they can they get some minutes there. He you know that makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely, Dustin. I want to flip our attention to football since we don't have as much time as normal. 
Indiana, right. the underdog on the road at Nebraska. I'll start with this. Your thoughts on that game? They got to win it. I mean, they have to. They they really do. It's it's a, it, an important game as they had so far. I think Illinois was really important. This game's really important because there's just not a lot of winnable games up in the schedule. Obviously, after Cincinnati, you can see how flawed this team is, and you, you can see that when it when it gets up against that really higher level competition, it's going to have a tough time. Um, it's going to have a tough time to win those kinds of games. So it's got to get in Nebraska, uh, but still in in a you know I don't know if I want to say unstable position, but you know I mean they're one and three and their only win so far is against North Dakota. Um, so Nebraska is a team you got to go go into their place to beat. It's not easy because it's going to be sellout. It's Lincoln Memorial Stadium, it's still an intimidating venue. Um, but you know obviously they've got they've got an interim coach, you know, and they've already lost Northwestern. They've already lost to Georgia Southern and got hammered by Oklahoma. I think they've had a week off since then, but you you still got to be able to go beat that team, um, you know, plain and simple, and get yourself started because you're probably going to have to get Maryland, you're probably going to have to get Rutgers if you want to get into a, to a bowl game. Um, so you got to go get win number four right here. Now, now the thing is, it's going to be it's got a chance to be a shootout. Uh, Nebraska has shown they can score. Um, you know, even you know, basically they hung forty five on Georgia Southern, even in that loss. Uh, you know, they can move the football offensively. Uh, just defense, you got to be able to take advantage. You know, you, you can't miss opportunities. Uh, you got to move the ball. You know, you, you got to be able to move the ball. You've got to convert. You've got to, you know, take you, you know, get your touchdowns uh, in the in the red zone. And they've had struggles with all those issues, but they've got to, they they really got to win that football game. It's really really important for Indiana, I think. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I have a feeling that you know, obviously the Illinois game, you you really want to win that to get started and off on the right foot. Obviously, uh, Idaho game is a game that indiana needs to win western kentucky a game they needed to win um you know the the cincinnati game i think we all knew was tough going into it but i really have a sense of urgency for this game as far as indiana's season not just a hope of being bowl eligible but a hope to continue on in a competitive manner to be quite honest so it's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out I kind of feel like this could be a game where things are on the hinge, and maybe that's fair or not fair, mm-hmm. but that's just the gut feeling I have about Saturday's game at Nebraska. Yeah, no, absolutely. Again, it, it's it's just one of those where, like, if you don't beat them, who are you beating? You know, I mean, that that's really what it comes down to. And, and obviously it's, it's weird to say that when they're 3-1, but, you know, I mean, two of those games are Western Kentucky and, you know, and Idaho. And those, those are games that you, you, you can't lose if you're Indiana, but when you're playing a lower-level opponent – um, ultimately, at the end of the day, it was Western Kentucky stuff, obviously, as we could tell. Um, but, you know, it's still a Conference USA team. It's different than a Big Ten team. Um, and so, you know, Illinois mattered, but it's just like, again, like Nebraska. Like I think Nebraska is probably the worst team they'll play the rest of the way. Um, even, you know, maybe Rutgers is on par. But so you've got to be able to go beat Nebraska, I think. You just, yeah, I think you just have to. Um, and so, you know, and then after that, you're hoping for one. If you get them and you can go out to Rutgers and beat Rutgers, you're hoping from one for one from Maryland, Michigan State, and Purdue to get you in. Um, you know, I think Michigan State seems a lot more vulnerable than we thought. Uh, you know, Purdue I think is more vulnerable than I thought they were in Week One. Um, but I think if you're Indiana, you don't want to be in a position where you have to win those games. You want right, to get a Nebraska, you want to get a Rutgers, you want to get a Maryland. So yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dustin, cool. cut you off. But yes, no, man, stuff. you're good. You're good. I know it's tight. Thank go ahead. Thank you so much for joining us. Kind of an abbreviated deal today with this Bats game coming up, but appreciate it. We'll dive into things even more next Wednesday. Appreciate it, man. Sounds good.
All right, Dustin Dopirak of the Bloomington Herald Times, always kind enough to join us here on this Wednesday version of our program. That's going to wrap things up for today. Again, a shortened version of the program due to the finale game of the season uh, for the Louisville Bats. So Nick Curran is coming up here in just a few moments with pregame coverage from the Bats baseball game. But that will wrap things up for this Wednesday show. I'll be back with you Thursday. Alex Bozich of Inside the Hall will join. We'll dive even further into IU basketball. We'll get you all set for the weekend of college football, high school football, and more. So make sure you join us. And if you ever miss a live show, you can always uh, join us on the uh, podcast. All you got to do is search for the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison, uh, and you'll find us there. Have a great Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday at 11. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison.